Welcome back, everybody. Episode 49. Yes, episode 49. Week 3 of the NFL season is upon us. And we'll give you our number 49s. Ben, do you want to start with yours? Yeah, this one is a guy. I don't even know if he's on the roster, but it's Joe Cardona. He was a long snapper for the Patriots. <laughs> whether whether he's still there, I'm not sure. Um, big military guy, I think. Played at, like, Navy or something. Oh, yeah. Um, but that, that's my 49. A real, a, a real, what's the word I'm looking for? A, a real exciting pick, I guess. Yeah, very exciting. Um. Yeah, I immediately thought of Daniel Sorensen for the Chiefs because he played at BYU, and so I just remember him being number 49 in that Chiefs backfield, in their defensive backfield. So that's who I came up with. Yeah, I love the Chiefs, man. Uh, Everyone knows I'm a bandwagon jumper, so I'm a Chiefs fan now. You have, like, Clyde edwards Hilaire on every fantasy team, right? Yeah, I know. (laughs) Travis Kelsey, you know. There you go. Uh, yeah, no, that's just, you know, my BYU ties, I guess. So him and Andy Reid. So I love the Chiefs. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, anyway, I guess let's just, uh, let's just jump right in here. Wait, Andy Reid coached at BYU? He went to BYU. He didn't coach there, but he like, he like went there. Like that was where he went to school. So, yeah. There's the fun fact of the episode. I had no idea about that. Yeah, I believe he is a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, but I could be wrong, but I believe he is. So, All right. Well, let's dive into these games. It was a brutal week. Yeah, there's a lot of injuries last week, and, man, it just seemed like all day Sunday, I just kept getting updates. So-and-so carted off the field. So-and-so leaves early. So-and-so. And, like, they were, like, big names, too. Like, they weren't just, like, you know uh, – you know, some guy on the kickoff team or something like that. It was like McCaffrey, Saquon, you know, all these guys. So, Oof, man, and I said Saquon would be the fantasy player of the year this year. Oof. <laughs> hey, man, injuries are something you can't predict. I feel like you should feel less bad about that than, like, if he was just to underperform, you know what I mean? Yeah. But Thursday night's game last week was actually really entertaining between two teams from your division. The Bengals were visiting the Browns, and I liked what yeah. I saw from both teams. Yeah, that was actually, like, I was excited for the game. I think just because it was the first Thursday night game. So, like, you know, just like football's back, so I got to inhale all of it. But uh, also, division game, two young quarterbacks trying to see if the Browns can maybe bounce back and if Joe Burrow, you know, just interested to see how he does in general. And um, the Browns look really good in this one. Yeah. I think Burrow's legit, right? Like, I think we've talked about this before. Everything he's showing is he looks like a franchise quarterback, star quarterback. Like he's he threw like 61 passes in this game. I know it's a lot, but uh, he looks accurate, looks good. No interceptions, I don't think. Yeah, no, he didn't game. throw one in this one. But of of course, in this game, Odell had to score a touchdown to shut down any trade rumors or yeah drama. So good for him and. Baker had a decent night, but, I mean, he still, I don't know, he looked better, but his numbers weren't amazing, yeah. but they also had a huge ground game, and so it limited Baker's attempts a lot, which is, I think, what they need to do. But, like, Chubb and Cream Hunt just kind of went off. Um, right. 
we we really crapped on Baker last week in our mm-hmm. last episode, and well, like for good reason. But I mean, he had a decent game, and like you said, the the running game is really what the Browns excel at. And yeah, Chubb and Hunt look really good. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see what both teams do again week three. But that was a fun little game to watch, to be honest. Yeah. <sighs> Still, to, I'm still not scared oh, of the Browns. Oh, anyway, sorry, go no, ahead. Yeah, I don't think, <laughs> no, no reason to. Right. Um, let's go to the Giants-Bears. So this game, um, obviously Saquon goes down, and that's the huge storyline in this game. I guess the other storyline is that Trubisky looks okay and that the Bears are undefeated right now. But losing Saquon's a huge loss. Um, Torney CL is out for the year. He'll bounce back though. Like he's an incredible yeah. athlete and competitor. Yeah, so still. um I have him in one of our keeper leagues that we joined this year. So uh I was kinda sad to see that because and here's the thing too, never trust a giant. Like I, I know I know better. They're gonna shamble. I know they're gonna, I know, I know they're gonna screw me over, so I should just stay away. Um yeah. but they go out and sign Devonta Freeman this week. Deion Lewis is there. Wayne Gallman's there. If I had to bet on it, I think Freeman emerges as the lead back. Oh, for um, sure. And <clears throat> I don't know. Both New York teams are terrible. There's rumors that they're both going to be in the top five for the draft this year for picks. So it's like, do both these teams abandon their quarterbacks? Like, I know we they're both young. We kind of had that discussion last week. But, like, I don't know. Might if you're in a position, for... yeah. If you're in a position to draft Trevor Lawrence, like it's going to be hard to. But like, I think I have more confidence in Daniel Jones than Sam Darnold at this point. Um, but also like, yeah, I don't know. Adam Gase is a. We'll get to the Jets. It's not going well. Yeah. Anyway. Um. But yeah, I mean, the Bears win this one. They're two and zero. It's probably the fakest two and zero in the league so far. <laughs> I would agree. I would agree with that. Like I just can't see the Bears really being a good team this year. Um, but who knows? I didn't get to watch much of this game. I caught some of the highlights, but yeah, I didn't either. Um, we'll um, we'll see if the Bears can keep it up this next week. Um, let's go to Rams at the Eagles, a team that. And this is something I heard this week, too, is, like, the Rams had a winning record last year, but they didn't make the playoffs. So there's, like, this... Yeah. I think there's, like, a false sense around the league, or, like, at least for, like, for myself, it was, like, I forgot the Rams were good. Yeah. They didn't make the playoffs, so I was, like, oh, they were a bad team. Well, not really. And they've invested, like, so much to win now. It's, like, oh, yeah, like, they're actually a pretty good team. So, I mean... They uh they look good in this game. I know it was like three touchdowns to Higby, that tight end. Yeah. Jared Goff, Jared Goff looks pretty decent, and unfortunately, like, well, I, I shouldn't say unfortunately. I'm not an Eagles fan. I don't really like them. So the Eagles don't look good, but Eagles don't yeah. have a lot. Yeah. them right now. Yeah. Yeah, that Eagles team, man. I don't know. I just don't know what to think about them. Like, their weapons are just depleted. Jalen Rieger is down for a while, right? <clears throat> It's like eight weeks or something, six weeks. So it's, so it's hard. It's hard to judge this team though, because like, or even specifically Wentz, where he's got like nobody to throw to. Yeah, fair and enough. So it's like, mm-hmm. it's like you want to critique him, but it's like, man, that guy's throwing to nobody. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. 
I saw something on Twitter where people were like, let's get Jalen Hurts in there. But I, I was like, I still think Wentz is good. Yeah, I don't think you go with, but. Right. <clears throat> I don't know. I think the Eagles are <coughs> in rough shape. Um, that, that whole division looks pretty rough right now. Like the Giants, the Washington team. I guess the Cowboys are really the only team that looks decent right now out of that division. Yeah, and even then it's like, well, we'll get to that Cowboys game, but <clears throat> um, yeah, but I mean, the Rams have looked pretty good, you know, and like this kind of showing is is really good for them. Um, and I think uh, they're going to be a force again. Right. They're going running back by committee. They've got good wide receivers. Tight ends are good. Goff is playing well under McVay. McVay's, McVay's a good coach. Like He's a good play caller. Like he, right. He proved that previously a couple of years ago, right? So, I mean, it's not like that's just going to go away. And and Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey on the other side of the ball, those two alone, arguably the top at their position, although I don't want to give that credit to Jalen Ramsey. Um, definitely top three. Yeah, I don't like that guy. Um, but, like, we're not ridiculous ridiculous enough to say that he isn't a top at his position. We just have biases against him. Um, right. So, yeah, Rams, man, that, that division, the NFC West, looks real good. Yeah, that's going to be a tough one. That's going to be a fun division to follow all year, so... <laughs> Um, so Falcons at Cowboys is our next game. Kind of hinted at that. This game was again. Well, Falcons give up a big lead, and they are getting destroyed on like talk radio and social media and Twitter Wait, and everything. Right? Yeah, I saw this thing. Maybe I sent it to you this week, but it said. Falcons are the first team to lose when scoring 39 points with zero turnovers since 1933. One team turnovers were first track. So like they're the, they're like the only team basically in history to ever lose when scoring that many points and not turning the ball over. Um, how does it feel to be a fan of the team that that destroyed a franchise, Ben? Like how does it feel to know that your Patriots destroyed the Falcons franchise? Because <laughs> I think I think that's where it turned, man. Like this team has been in shambles ever since. And they do stuff like this on the regular. (laughs) I think you can make an argument that this all started with maybe the Brett Favre stuff or the Deion Sanders stuff or the Michael Vick stuff that that franchise has had to endure. But I mean, yeah, that that Super Bowl 51, was it? Yeah. I don't remember. That That was not their best showing. And this, the offense in Atlanta, though, is awesome. Yeah, they've been crazy amount of points. They're killing it. That defense um, is so bad. Can we uh, talk about that onside kick that the Cowboys did for a minute? Can we talk about it? <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, go for it. So Zerline hits this, like, spinning ball, right? And it doesn't look like it's going to go 10 yards, but it keeps spinning, spinning, spinning. And instead of a Falcons guy thinking, why don't I just go jump on this ball? They're, like, everyone's just watching it. And the Cowboys are just waiting for it to go 10 yards. But, like... If you're a Falcons player, like, instead of waiting for it to possibly not go 10, like, jump on the ball. And that's go the get rule, it. right? Dallas yeah. has to wait for it to go 10 yards. Atlanta does not. Yeah. So right. while they can't touch it team. and spinning, mm-hmm. that's when you go get it because they can't do anything. You just go grab it. But they um, just sat there and watched too. Like, it just, 
It boggles the mind, man. That's all I'm saying. So there's just a couple of things. Like one of the things that I think Bill Belichick is really like good at is coaching his special teams. Um, you see stuff like this happen to teams. This never happens to New England um, and other like teams that are really well coached. Um, they just know like what to do in those situations where well, like Tampa Bay had something similar. They had like a squib kick thing or like, and the guy like messed it up and, and it just wouldn't happen on some of these well-coached teams. Not that Arians isn't a good coach, but I, you know what I mean? Like some of these teams, some aspects of the game don't get the same type of coaching and preparation. Yeah, so like, yeah. like Atlanta, man, I think Quinn's going to lose his job because I don't think he's getting the job done on offense. Yeah, it's getting done. But I mean, defense and special teams looks terrible after this game. Yeah, man, it's it's hard to yeah. I think you're right. Dan Quinn's probably on a very hot seat. He already was, but I think I think we'll see him fired this year <laughs> unless so, they I turn mean, it around in a big way. Here's the flip side to it: is uh, the Cowboys walk away feeling like we made, made a huge comeback win, all this stuff. It's like teams still put up 40 points on you, right? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, you put 40 points up on uh, Atlanta, but Atlanta is known for not being good defense. But like Dallas, I mean, you can't, Dallas isn't going to get very far if they are playing similarly against other teams, right? Like, I think it's safe to say that Atlanta probably won't make the playoffs, but people are expecting Dallas to. And, and maybe this is a big win where like the momentum starts for them and it's a great like team chemistry, camaraderie sort of thing where they all, go off uh-huh. now they win like eight straight or something but so, i mean 39 points is not a good look right there so um i think the price tag for Dak prescott keeps going up yeah that was a great game by him and i think he's uh <clears throat> showing his worth a little bit yeah okay let's go to the next one okay um panthers at buccaneers um Brady gets a good win. I mean, it's recently come out that Gronk is not a receiving tight end. Uh, oh. He's a blocking tight end. He's like a fullback, basically. Um, and apparently he knew that going there. So, I mean, whatever. That's fine. Um, Christian McCaffrey goes down in this game. That's the kind of the big news here, right? Yeah, he's out for what? Four to six weeks or six to eight or Four. something? I think it's four to six. So okay. I don't know. Brady threw him on the trade block in Dynasty. So yeah, I saw that. I don't know. Maybe he's just trying to. He's he's just like the San Francisco 49ers of our league, though. He's <sighs> he doesn't got anybody on his roster staying healthy. Yeah, he so. keeps going down. Um, um, but I mean, no Godwin <clears throat> in this game. Brady and Evans look good. Panthers are you know Panthers are just. They're rebuilding. <laughs> um, but Buccaneers get a good win here. They're one and one. See if they can get it rolling, I guess. Yeah. Um, I hope not. No. <laughs> um, Fournette actually looks pretty good in this oh, game. Oh, yeah. I just was looking. 12 carries, 100 yards, two TDs. I saw one long TD he kind of had, but. Um, He's getting more snaps, too, than. Yeah. Or the snap percentage, he's getting more than uh, Rojo. Ronald so, Jones, yeah. Which we, I think we both figured, like, they're going to go to Fournette over 
Ronald Jones. I think Fournette's a better runner. Oh, I think 100%. So we'll see if that sticks. Um, I don't really have much else for this game. Yeah, no, I didn't. the Bucks to win. Yeah, I I didn't really see this game at all, so that's all I got, too. Um, Let's go 49ers-Jets. Oh, boy. Just to reiterate what we said last week, the Jets are a dumpster fire. Yeah, (laughs) just awful. Awful. Let's. This is for week three. Um, the starting receivers for the Jets, Braxton Berrios, former Patriot, was cut. Chris Hogan signed off the street. Former Patriot was let go, or they let him walk. And honestly, some like Monroe guy. If I think I'm getting that right, don't know who he is. That's brutal. And Frank Gore. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because Le'Veon's still hurt, right? Yeah. But I mean... Oh, man. So this game was like crazy amount of injuries. Um, 49ers lose Nick Bosa, which is bad. Yeah. They lose Armstead in this one? Um, I don't think it was Armstead. It was... um, It wasn't Armstead. It was Solomon Thomas, I think. Solomon, yeah, that's who it was. Is that right? Yeah, two guys off the... It was two guys off the D-line. Yeah. And those and, guys are huge pieces. Right. Did Mostert um, go down with an injury too? Yeah, Mostert went down. Garoppolo went down. Man. Um, oh, yeah. George Kittle is still out. So, I mean, talk about a Super Bowl hangover. Yeah, I mean, their division is so good. They, like, mm-hmm. can't afford to drop any games here. They might go first to worst, you know, with the way the Cardinals are playing, but. Yeah, they were worse. Then they went to first. Now they're going to go back down. Uh-huh. Um, but this needs to like tell you, like, so you lose your best defensive player. You lose, like, arguably another top five defensive player. You're starting running back, your quarterback. Um, did I miss anybody else? Your, your best player on offense isn't there in the tight end. None of your starting receivers are there. And you still beat the Jets by over 20 points, right? Or well, man. That? Yeah, third, thirty-one, thirteen. The Jets, the Jets, like had that like third and thirty-three, and the Niners. I think Jarek McKinnon ran it for like fifty-five yards on third and like (laughs) thirty. That is hilarious. It's just like a give-up draw play, you know, the offenses run right when you're in that third and long like that, and he took it for fifty-five yards or something like just out of control. And uh, see the Jets being this bad, they are so bad. Yeah, like I said last year, you and I were pretty high on them. So, <clears throat> but hey, I didn't realize that they were so depleted either on the offensive side of the ball. So maybe yeah. the maybe me giving Darnold crap, like maybe that guy just hasn't had a fair shake with like anyone good because really has. The, the sad thing is he may not get that there, right? Right. Because like you said, if Trevor Lawrence is available, maybe they say, oh, look, let's move on. So Man, which would if, suck for Darnold. If, if these guys get the first pick in the draft, like, I can't, yeah, I think that's probably what they'd have to do. Here's, but who knows? here's like a wild story. <laughs> if that happens, you would imagine that Darnold would not stay there. He's a, a number, like, what was he, number two, three pick? Yeah. He, somewhere up there. What, he ends up behind Ben Roethlisberger in Pittsburgh for a year or two? Bring him over. And then, like, that's a crazy scenario that could happen, though. So, um, but yeah. That's a uh, oh yeah that field the turf was being investigated at MetLife. Um, yeah, because there's a ton of injuries happening. 
was it the Bronx? Was it the Steelers and Giants played at MetLife, and there were complaints? Yeah, because um, I don't think anyone really did much about it or cared. And then this happened again in this game at MetLife, and yeah, because Zach Banner, the an offensive lineman for the Steelers, like tore his ACL, and yeah. he was saying something about it after the game. So you had mentioned that <clears> last <throat> episode. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, yeah. I guess they looked into it. I don't know if they're going to do anything, but I mean. But yeah, there's been multiple weeks where there's been lots of complaints about it. Sad to see. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Okay, let's go to the next one. Broncos okay. at the Steelers. Break it down. Ooh, this was a game that w- was not stressful, then very stressful, unfortunately. Um, so the Steelers start out the game pretty well. Their defense looks like their defense. Uh... Bud Dupree sacks Drew Locke, and he goes out with an arm injury. And so yeah. Jeff Driscoll comes in. So I'm thinking, oh, yeah, backup QB. Here we go, buddy. Um, <clears throat> Melvin Gordon actually surprisingly had a good run game this game, which went after we bottled up Saquon. But the defense was doing their thing. They got they got a lot of sacks again, a lot of pressures. Um, Big Ben looked pretty good. He threw one pick that wasn't great, but a couple touchdowns over 300 yards. James, James Conner looks back in form in that game. Um, Benny Snell fumbles a lot, so I wouldn't put your stock in Benny Snell no. if if uh, if anyone was thinking of it, because I think if Conner somehow goes down, I think they'd have to get McFarland in there a little bit, maybe. Uh, Doesn't Tomlin like usually favor like a one? He like features one guy. He's not much of like a yeah by committee. Yeah, no, that. exactly. Um, Deontay Johnson continues to get a ton of targets. Chase Claypool yeah. had a really nice deep TD, which was it was nice to see Ben like air the ball out a little bit because I was I've kind of been worried that his arm isn't quite there, you know. Um, Always there. But it looked pretty good. Uh, Juju had seven catches, didn't have a lot of yardage, but still like anyway. Um, it was a good overall game. Like I said, it got a little tense at the end, but the defense took care of business and the offense did enough. And I think they're just still warming up, and I think Ben's getting there. Like this, he had a pretty good. He had a pretty good game, and uh, he's getting a little more mobile. And they're getting, we're getting David DeCastro back, the right guard who's made the Pro Bowl for like the last X amount of years. He's been an All Pro, so oh, that man. should help the offensive line a lot. Maybe make Connor even better and just protect Ben a little bit better. Oh, absolutely! I didn't realize that he wasn't in. Yeah, he was. He was out for the first couple games, but I think he's back this week. So. Um, anyway, yeah, I don't think there's much else to say about that. Um, Broncos made it a game. Driscoll looked a lot better than I thought. Um, Cortland Sutton went down for the year, which I didn't realize during the game. But so Jerry Judy just shut him down, didn't they? They didn't even like put him in there. Yeah, no. He 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 did play a little bit. He did play a little bit. Um, but Jerry Judy now is looking good, and KJ Hamler actually had a pretty decent uh, game. He had he had a, he had some notable catches. Yeah, um, he's like a, a Tyreek Hill. Yeah. Player. So he's anyway, not not a ton to mention, but Drew Locke's probably gonna be out for a bit for the Broncos, so that hurts them, but makes Melvin Gordon maybe look a little bit better for me. <laughs> uh, oh, for, yeah, for fantasy, yeah, he's gonna get a lot of touches. Yeah. Anyway, I think I think that's it. It wasn't really uh like I said, it got a little tense at the end. I got a little worried, but they took care of business, so. Nice. Two and zero. Oh. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're just getting started. No preseason to go off of either, right? So I mean, well, exactly. Yeah. So everyone's they'll get going. Okay, let's go Jaguars Titans. 
Um, didn't really catch a lot of this game. Yeah, I didn't either. Minshew looks pretty good, throwing multiple touchdown passes. Um, Titans get the win, and Tannehill threw yeah. four TDs. Holy! Tannehill, I I'm not I I still don't believe in Tannehill. Yeah. I know he's performing and he's doing things, but I just I refuse to believe in Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> Even though like the evidence is like right staring me in the face, four touchdowns, two hundred thirty nine yards. I just I don't know, I won't do it. Derrick Henry had an okay game, eighty four yards. Um, no uh, AJ Brown in this game, so they've been relying on Johnny Smith and Adam Humphreys, it looks like. Right. I've seen I, Corey Davis have a few uh, catches recently. Yeah, he might. He'd be an interesting guy where he could maybe do like a uh, Devontae Parker sort of thing, right? Where, right. You know, Takes there's so much, so much hype around Parker, but yeah, it just took him a little while to get there. So um, maybe the same is there for Corey Davis. Yeah, so the Titans are 2-0. and And um, I mean, I still don't expect them to stay that way, but we both, I think, kind of said that we thought they'd regress. But um, I don't know. Maybe they are a good team and they won't, but... I'm gonna I stand think, by my word. So <laughs> I think we, I picked the Colts to win this division, I, and I'm still comfortable with that. Like I'm not. Yeah. I'm not worried. Um. Yeah, I got nothing else for the Jaguars. Titans. Yeah. Yeah, we can we can move on. That's not very. Not much talk um, about there. Lions Packers. Man, Packers. Oh, this is the game that Aaron. Okay, so I was playing Ben Huber in fantasy. Uh huh. And at, I'm pretty sure at one point Aaron Jones had more. Like I had like six or seven guys playing at the time. And Aaron Jones had more points than like all my guys combined. That's oh, ridiculous. ridiculous, man. Yeah. He ended up he almost got fifty points, I think. So like Aaron Jones went off in this game, had like a huge like seventy yard touchdown. Um Packers look good. Yeah. I think they're gonna win that division. And I think Aaron Rodgers is if Devontae Adams Devontae Adams can just stay on the field, like Yeah, he might be out this team, week, but this team would be so good. I mean there was talk about how like Rogers is getting along really well with MVS during the off season and Lazard looks pretty good. Uh, but I mean, Adams is far beyond better than both of those guys combined. So, yeah. but Rogers looks good. Their defense is good. It was last year and Aaron Jones, man, that guy walking down the run game. So the poor lions get beat by like 20 points here um, to a division rival. That's Man. all I really remember from this game. I'm trying to think if anyone got hurt in this game. I don't think so. Yeah, no. Um, I was going to say I might have to eat crow in this division because I was like, um, I was high on the Vikings, low on the Packers, but it's looking like the complete opposite through two weeks. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, here's, the, here's the thing, too. It is week two. So. Oh, oh it, 100%. That's why I'm just saying, you know, I'm just like, through, through week two, it's looking like this, you know, but... We know things can change pretty quickly. So, um, I saw a stat last week. I don't know if we talked about it, but the Lions like have lost like more games. Like they were when they were up up by double digits in the game, like than any team. I can't, I can't remember the exact stat. I'm, I might have to find it, but it's a ridiculous amount that they've lost under Matt Patricia. Like when they've been leading by double double digits, then going on to lose. It's kind of crazy, but. <laughs> Like yeah. this, this, this game obviously not, but like when they played the Bears week one, it was like, you know, yeah. Anyway, it's kind of it's kind of sad for these guys, especially Stafford, because I think Stafford's a good QB. He just, I think, I think it's kind of like, uh, 
Calvin Johnson, man. He just got drafted to the Lions, so his career just seemed like a waste, even though he's like one of the best receivers of all time. Yeah, no, I completely agree, and it's just unfortunate that he had to be on such a bad team for so long, and now that they have a decent roster around him, it just seems that the Packers are on the rise at the same time, and, and I don't know if Patricia's getting the job done there. He's another guy that could be losing his job in the yeah, near future. Could, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I guess anything else, Lions-Packers? We good to nope, go? I'm good there. Bills Dolphins. I didn't get to see a lot of this game. Um, apparently, it got just like got delayed for a little while. Um, yeah, there was like a weather delay. So I mean, kind of odd because it like started and then like didn't end like when it was supposed to. But I think the big takeaway here is that the Dolphins aren't as bad, and I guess we saw that on Thursday night too, as maybe we have thought. And that Ryan Fitzpatrick is actually pretty decent because, I mean, the Dolphins played pretty well against this Bills team who's regarded as a team that could win the, their division, right, in the yeah. NFC East. And uh, on Thursday night, playing against Jacksonville, who we thought was overperforming or outperforming their their expectations. Um, but, like, look, like, looking at the score, like, it was a, a one-score game, right? Yeah, and... Uh... Like the Bills had to go on like a game-winning drive towards the end, and I I think this just kind of still goes back to kind of like our our talk last week about Josh Allen. Josh Allen is making um a lot of progress this year. Like look at this game, four touchdowns. He threw for over 400 yards. Man, you gotta love this for dynasty, don't you? Yeah, I want to point out Josh Allen only ran for 19 yards in this game, and he threw for over 400 for TDs. I'm not saying he's turning the corner, but like. Maybe he is. Maybe he's like becoming, you know, maybe he's more trusting of his arm. Um, And yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, 24 for 35. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, But I mean, if he's killed it better. Yeah. 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 The thing is, like, man, who's taking ahead of Josh Allen? Sam Darnold was taking ahead of him. Wasn't wasn't everyone. Or maybe maybe Rosen wasn't. But Rosen I thought, wasn't. Lamar Jackson wasn't. Oh right. Well, Lamar Jackson, yeah, was gonna go was after he, all these guys. He might have been the third. It might have gone Baker, Darnold. I think it was. Josh yeah, Allen. I think you're right. Something like that. So I mean, the third quarterback taken in that draft, uh, definitely playing. He's probably the second best quarterback in that draft as of right now. Lamar easily number one. Uh-huh. But I think there's a huge case that yeah, oh, easily you can make. The I case think for, yeah, I th- I think he is for sure. Um, but I mean, I guess what I'm trying to get at is that the Bills let the Dolphins hang around in this game. So, and I know the Bills are missing a couple of guys in defense, but um, yeah, maybe the Dolphins aren't as bad as we thought, and they proved that last year too. Yeah. So, okay. Okay. Let's go. Vikings. Just making sure I did, I'm not I'm not missing any injuries, right? Because there were so many. Right. Um, yeah. Vikings. Vikings. Colts. Um. Man. And you, you commented on this earlier. Vikings look awful. Dude, Cousins, woof, man. Three INTs, 113 yards. <laughs> like, come on, man. Um, I, uh, I I was going to say, when I, when football started last week, I it was like 11, so I knew the games had started. So I was, I think we were, going, we were doing like at-home church. It was about to start. So I was like, oh, like, I'm just going to check my team real quick before. And then we'll like look at it during church or whatever. And yeah. I, um, I quickly looked at it and it was like, it's like 11.02 or something, right? So games had like just started. And I look at my phone, and I was like, Adam Thielen has like six points already. I was like, oh, 
I'm like, man, game just started. He's already up to six points. I'm like, this is awesome. <laughs> he ended like with six points. Like he didn't get anything <laughs> else the whole day. So I was kind of shocked. But I mean, yeah, Cousins not looking good. Um, I mean, the Colts are, have a good defense. I like the Colts defense. They lost Hooker in this game. Malik Hooker. If I remember correctly. Yeah, okay. Um, so a good, uh, good guy from their secondary is gone now. But Jonathan Taylor had himself a game. Yeah, and he's got that starting job now. Hey, so he's yeah sitting pretty. Philip Rivers still is not looking great. Oh man, Paris Campbell went out in this game. Yeah, Paris Campbell went down. Hey, I uh, I thought it was so we had had a discussion about how like Deontay Johnson's getting targeted, and in my mind I was like, oh man, like Paris Campbell's getting all these targets too, like. Mm-hmm. I feel like Paris Campbell's in a very similar situation where he's just going to get peppered and like for PPR and like his value is going to be great. So I was like, I'm not going to play James Conner because he didn't have a great week one showing. I'm like Paris Campbell, <laughs> so I'm getting super like cute with it, and it just bites me in the butt like crazy. Like because Conner went off and then Paris Campbell got me like 0.7 points. I was like, oh no, it's fantasy man. Poor guy can't stay on the field. Yeah, I think he's super talented, but he just can't stay yeah. on the field. So. Um, so I think Hilton Stock's going up for you. Mo Alley Cox, the tight end. See, apparently the dude's like six seven or something. He's like oh, a monster. Wow. There's another guy. If you need a tight end for fantasy, go get him. Yeah. But the Colts win. And the Vikings the Vikings just don't look good through two weeks, so I don't know. We'll see how no. we'll see how it goes for them. But I was kinda high on them coming in here, but um, let's go to the Washington football team versus the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah. Um, so the Cardinals killed it again. Kyler Murray is just, he's another one of those Lamar Jackson, Russell Wilson types. Yeah. Like Josh Allen making, types. <laughs> they're making a case for him to be MVP this year. I still think Wilson has that right now. Like he's kind of the lead right. dog there, but like Murray, people want Murray. Um, Hopkins did that guy. He is he got eight receptions. He gets targeted like crazy. Gets another touchdown in this game. Yeah, the Cardinals look good, man. They do. The thing I was gonna say was Diggs looks good going to Buffalo. He just looks like awesome. Hopkins going to Arizona looks awesome. There's a lot of critiques out there that say like when receivers switch teams in their first year they don't look as good. But I mean like Diggs and Uh Hopkins have really squashed that narrative or theory. And, and yeah, um, Washington just isn't. Yeah, Haskins again, not pieces. not great completion percentage, but I mean, he seemed like he can hold his own. But yeah, man, it's it's tough for them. Scary Terry is about the only thing. <laughs> you're, you're welcome. <laughs> yes, thank you. No, I appreciate you every day for that. So. Um, I I kick myself on the butt every day for that. But yeah, the Cardinals are looking good, and 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 in that division, man, I'm. I'm excited to see if they can keep that up. So it'll it'll yeah. be fun to watch. I think just how good that offense plays makes it easier on the defense. Yeah. Because I'm I'm sure like for defenders out there like they're out there playing and it's like they see their offense clicking and they're like oh like they're gonna score every drive like we get a stop we're gonna win this game sort of thing. So yeah, Cardinals look good. Good division. Washington football team. Yeah. Yeah, that's gonna be rough here for them. I believe. Okay, let's go Ravens at Texans. I mean, this game went the way we thought it was going to go. Yeah, unfortunately, I picked the Texans just because I thought, you know, maybe Deshaun Watson would, like, go off or something, but that was a bad choice by me, so. You're trying to get cute with it. Oh, for sure. 
Um, yeah. Ravens, like, uh, on all the power rankings show, the Ravens are the best team in the league, and it's hard to make a case against that. I want to see what happens this week against the Chiefs. That'll be a very interesting game to watch. But, I mean, the Ravens are beating teams easily. Like, they're putting up 33, over 30 points a game. Teams aren't yep. really scoring much on yep. them, so. The Ravens I mean, are killing it. And, yeah, I think I think you're right. Like, based on, we'll talk about the Chiefs and the Chargers, but, like, based on how the Chiefs have kind of looked maybe through two weeks, like, yeah, I don't think you can really argue that the Ravens aren't the best team right now. But I mean, I want to. Yeah. Oh. But I mean, oh, I want to so badly, my dude. <laughs> like, and I, th- I think we were talking about this earlier today, but it's like I've never liked the Ravens. I've never really been a Ravens fan. I mean, they always seem to have those players that just kind of irk me, you know? Like. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but they also have those guys that are like, like Ed Reed. Like, I don't think you can hate Ed Reed. Yeah, no, man. Even I mean, like, even I mean, many people consider him a better safety than Paul Malu, which is fair. But like, right. but like, just having those two guys play at the same time in the same division, like, it was crazy to watch those guys. And right. I have a lot of respect for that, like, defense of the Ravens back then. So, but I mean, like, um, I'm not trying to say here. I'm very interested to see how the Steelers and the Ravens match up this year. Like, I'm, those are games I'm really looking forward to watching because, yeah. I, like I said, I, I think I pit, picked Pittsburgh to win that division. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm interested to see if I'm going to be right on that. But That high-powered um, offense against the Steelers' defense. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see, like, if they can slow Lamar Jackson down, if they can get pressure enough to, like, and like contain him because that guy can get out and run. So it's going to be interesting. But even, like, the flip on that, too, you have a veteran quarterback who um, has lots of weapons to work with, right, against a, a, a good – Ravens defense that they have. Like they have a good defense yeah. there. So Yeah. Um Okay. I don't really have much else for the Ravens and Texans. Yeah, no, it's just rough for the Texans man, but they traded I feel bad they, for Watson. They traded Hopkins away, so that's their own fault. Yeah, I feel bad for Watson too, because I like him a lot. <laughs> One of the things I heard this week was that looking at all the injuries that happened, that was part of the reason that Watson signed his deal was because he was healthy, the money's on the table, so he took it. So, uh, that's that was an interesting point I heard this week. So yeah, that's fair. Um, they need to get him more help though, and I think Bill O'Brien needs to go. Yeah, yeah. Um, Chiefs Chargers. Chiefs win this game in overtime. I think we expected the Chiefs to win. The Chargers made more of a game of it. The storyline in this game is that <laughs> uh, Justin is it Justin Herbert? Yeah. Yeah. Herbert gets the start. Out of nowhere. Right. Because. because go yeah, ahead. <laughs> you, okay. The team doctor was giving him an injection for, I guess, pain that he had had from previously, like week one. Mm-hmm. And he punctured his lung when he gave him the injection. So I was like. Like, that's so wild. So, and it's like minutes before kickoff, right? So then they go to Justin Herbert. And, like, Anthony Lynn's like, hey, like, you're starting. And so there's, like, a lot of different reports. Like, I heard Justin Herbert say, like, he's like, no, like, I didn't say, like, I was surprised or, like, I was shocked. But then there's, like, other things that said, like, the coach came up to him and was like, you're starting. And he's like, are you kidding me? <laughs> or, or something like that. But Well, yeah, I mean, he probably didn't prepare all week, right, like, to start. So it's – but, like, he looked pretty good um, over 300 it's, yards. 
against the reigning Super Bowl champ too, right? So, yeah, TD. Um, he had yeah. one dumb play that he threw the interception on. Mm-hmm. And it's basically like he threw it, but I mean, he rolled out of the pocket and he had daylight and all he needed to do was just keep running. He would have got the first down. Uh, I can't remember the situation where it was, like what the clock was at or what part of the game it was. But I mean, he could have easily had the first down, like just running. Yeah. Yeah. He would have had like a 10 yards or something. So and he only needed like four or something. So, <laughs> but those like rookie mistakes, right? And to hang in there with the Chiefs, go to overtime with them and... There was some I didn't get to see overtime, so um, I guess something happened, whether it was at the end of the game or in overtime, where the cheat, the Chargers punted in a situation that people thought they should have gone for it. And I mean, I feel like we're seeing that this year too. Is that the teams are risking it on fourth down more, like they're going for it. Yeah. And and I don't know if that's just like an idea where it's like, you know, like the Eagles Patriots Super Bowl, the Patriots weren't able to win that game because the Eagles just. We're like, no, we're not going to punt the ball to you. We're not going to give it to Tom Brady. We're just going to go for it. And I don't know mm-hmm. if that attitude is starting to like find its way into the league, and which makes it more exciting. I, I, I mean, like the Patriots have done it a couple of times. I haven't been like oh, in my mind when it comes up as fourth down. I'm like, oh, we should go for it, and then they do, and I'm like, oh, this is great, and all that stuff. Yeah, so. I think I, I think I think a lot of like I think with analytics and math, you know, in football now too. Like, I think a lot of these younger coaches and even just progressive coaches just see that, like, it's probably more worth it to go for it on a fourth and short. Even like especially teams like the Cardinals or the Ravens or the Seahawks that have like these mobile quarterbacks, you know, that can like get that extra yard if they have to bail out or whatever. Because, like, I think I think it's more value. I think the risk versus reward is like the like reward is huge compared to the risk rather than like just giving the ball away. Um, I think, I think I heard somewhere this week that like the math kind of supports that. And so people are trying to like get out of the old school mindset. Like, Oh yeah, it's fourth and one, like punt it, you know, like even, even like if you're on your own side of the field, but um, so yeah, it's kind of interesting to see maybe what coaches might try to do that more and see like how close, like how much in their own territory they, they will be willing to do that. But yeah. And you, you would think that they have like in their, play calling a go-to play that they know they can get a yard on so when they're in that situation it's like oh we can easily get a yard on this play right um yeah so yeah chiefs get the win we kind of expected that looking forward to next week when they play the ravens that'll be a fun game yeah Um, for sure sunday night game man this was a good game uh patriots versus seahawks uh the game started out great for the patriots getting a pick six taking it to the house um and then you know russell wilson just you know, did what he, he's good at. Like he, he hit Metcalf for a huge touchdown. He hit, uh, his name is DJ Moore for a touchdown. Um, Lockett, I think got a touchdown in this game. And I mean, he's accurate. And I mean, like these receivers are making plays, but Russell Wilson is just at a different level this year where he's, uh, the Patriots secondary, like the Patriots defense I know has been gutted, but that was in the front seven. The secondary is still elite. It is so good. And he torched them. So, I mean, that I think that really needs to be addressed is that he just picked apart one of the best secondaries in the league um, against a former defensive player of the year in Gilmore. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's the Seahawks. They played a great game. 
Patriots, man, Cam Newton looks so good. Um, just week one, just ran the ball down Miami's throat. And then week two, he just threw it all over the place in this game. Just a lot of yards. Man, what did he throw for over 400 in this game? Uh, 397. He was right there. Um, he threw a pick in this game, but I mean, <coughs> I don't know. Like he, at, at one point in this game, we were down, and I was kind of like, "Oh, the Seahawks got us." And then I don't know, just in like Patriots fashion, dug deep and they started to come back. And and of course, as it always does, this game against the Seahawks, whenever we meet up with them, came down to the last play of the game at the goal line. Um, so just a previous, some of the stuff that had happened. So we had been at the goal line before and Cam Newton had at this point, two touchdowns rushing in, um, on a, you know, just like a QB draw type play. Um, and, um, so when it comes down to it, it's like two seconds left. So here's the thing too, just to set it up. It's, uh, pretty sure it was forced down. We're about... Man, we're like 20, 15, 20 yards out from the goal line or the end zone, I mean. Cam Newton hits Nikhil Harry. And Nikhil Harry made, like, I think he had like 12 receptions in this game. But he made an awesome catch right at the goal line. And, oh, man, I just wish he would have, like, stretched back a little, leaned back or whatever, and just kind of gotten into the end zone. That would have been game over. But, I mean, it was fourth down, so I'm pretty sure his focus was just making the catch. He made a great catch. And then we run the ball, and Cam Newton gets tackled. And we lose. So a lot of the criticism is that why not? Because everybody knew that we were going to run the ball there, right? Cam Newton had done it twice. It had worked. So, I mean, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, right? And, I mean, we could have tried to, you know, do something tricky where we throw it. But, I mean, the history between these two teams with what happened in the Super Bowl you can't throw in that situation because if you throw and it's incomplete, <laughs> right? Like what's, what's, what's everyone talking about Monday morning is you ran the ball in twice already. The play was working. Why not do that? Why throw it? Did you not learn anything from the Super Bowl? Like that's, that's where it would have gone. So, I mean, you can't call anything different. If I could go back and change anything, I would have maybe spread out a little more, maybe thrown a couple of receivers out just to like maybe get some space. But I mean, Watching the replay of the run, he couldn't have gone to the outside after looking at it because the way that the tight end blocks one of the linebackers, he blocks him to the outside because he was trying to open up that lane. And um, Collier for the Seahawks, he's the guy that makes the play on this. And he, uh, oh man, we had like some tight end on him that was supposed to block him down. And then he just didn't. Collier made the play and then blew it all up. So, I mean, the Seahawks made the play at the end of the game, so credit to them. Um, but I think the Patriots showed they may not be as bad as people thought they were going to be this year. So I was really excited. Right. It was a fun game to watch. Those kind of games where it comes down to the last player are always fun. And, Man. I mean, yeah. I saw, well, it's pretty ridiculous, like, this stat here. Like, Cam Newton had, like, 96% of the yardage for the Patriots on that game. Like, yeah. if you look at it, like, like – the Patriots rushing game was non-existent. Cam had 47 yards, and the next highest was Michelle with 19. Anyway, it's like Cam accounted for like 96% of the yardage or something in that game. It's just, yeah, it's just, it's just wild. But he's healthy, and he's 
a healthy Cam Newton is yeah, I've a really seen him making some player to watch. really good throws. So Yeah, some of these throws, some of the passes. Edelman had 179 yards in this game. That's more than he ever had with Tom Brady. Yeah, that's crazy. So that was – so, but yeah, okay. fun to have a quarterback that's mobile too because it's just a completely different experience watching football for me. I think yeah, I said that before, sure. but we can move on. Congrats okay. to the Seahawks fans that we play fantasy football with. That was a good win. Um, yeah. Last one, Saints Raiders. Yeah, they open up their new stadium. Saints go up 10 nothing. Looks like, I mean, I thought the Saints would win this game. Michael Thomas was tweeting that it was going to get ugly fast, and then it did, but in the, op- but the opposite way. Uh, man, a lot of pe- a lot of talk about Drew Brees not being able to make any throws down the field, and I mean, he's getting old, so I'm just saying, like, I mean, Tom Brady and Brees have both been a little underwhelming this year so far again week two we don't need to overreact here but we always hear that the age is going to catch him it caught up to Peyton Manning it caught up to well I don't know if it ever caught up to Brett Favre because I still think he can throw but whatever (laughs) um but Michael Thomas is a huge part of that offense right I mean Kamara had a good game he stepped up but I mean 2016 Derek Carr showed up though in this game yeah, Derek Carr looked pretty good, and uh, Josh Jacobs is still looking pretty good. Um, Darren Waller, it's great. Oh yeah, Waller had a game. Um, but yeah, I mean, I didn't watch a ton of this game, but the Raiders are looking pretty good to start the year here. So I think they play the Patriots this week, eh? Yeah, but they're missing drugs. Waller and Jacobs are questionable, so. Oh okay. I mean, if if they don't play, I feel pretty good about it. But yeah, anyway. fair enough. But fair good enough. on the Raiders for getting a win. They're another two and O team, aren't they? Yep, they're two and O. Good for them. So I mean, so, that was a a good Monday night game and a, a nice way to wrap up our Sunday. So or Monday yep. week 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 two in the books. Yeah. So um, let's jump to our picks for this next week. Uh, last week. Ben, you went four and one, and I went three and two in the picks. It would have flipped, but I, that Cowboys Falcons game, I was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna beat Ben this week. All of a sudden, nope. <laughs> so you got the game up on me right now. And like I said before, I needed it because last year I felt like I was always behind in the picks. Yeah, so. <laughs> fair enough. So yeah, let's uh, let's go this week. Um, we'll start with the marquee game of the week. We talked about Chiefs at Ravens. Um, go ahead. I man, this is a very evenly matched game, and I want, I want the Ravens to lose. So I'm gonna pick the Chiefs. Okay. And I think if there is a team that's going to beat the Ravens right now, I mean, there's other teams I believe in, but the one I believe in the most to do it would be the Chiefs. Yeah. I have I have a really hard time with this game because I could see this man. I I I want to pick against the Ravens really badly. I'm going to I'm going to trust that Mahomes gets back on the horse and they have another offensive outburst this week. So let's I'm gonna go with the Chiefs awesome. too. Nice. Okay, what's our next one? Uh, Rams at Bills. This is a tough one. Yeah, it is. Um, 
I think I'm going to go with the Rams. I'm going to say that they somehow bottle up Josh Allen. Um, and their offense kind of continues to look pretty good. So, I don't know. I'll go with the Rams. I'm going to go opposite here. I'm going to go Bills. Okay. Um, I'm going to see if... Because, like, the secondary for the... <laughs> The the Bills is pretty good, so that might make Goff. I like McDermott, but I mean McVay's. I think it's better than McDermott, but right. Maybe this is this might be an opportunity to get a game on you, so I'm gonna take Bills. Yeah, fair. Packers at Saints. Um, I'm going Packers. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Packers look really good, so I'm I'm gonna go Packers too. I mean, if Michael Thomas isn't playing, yeah. Well, the other thing is Adams probably won't play either. But uh, then it's like Jones and Kamara. Like, those are both good. Rodgers is playing better than Breeze, so I don't know. Is that what I prefer? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I'll go Packers, too. Okay. Um, potential upset, Lions at Cardinals. We love to pick the Lions as an upset. Yeah, they just seem to be a popular upset team for us. Um and you know what? Your boy's going to do it. I'm going to pick the Lions. Oh, you are. I'm I'm going to pick them straight up. I know we're saying potential upset, but I'm going to say they upset. The Cardinals are going to have a down week. The Lions are getting Galladay back. Stafford's going to go off. I don't have any basis background for this, but that's what I'm going to predict. <laughs> so wait, I got to pick one of these? Oh wait, or am I already automatically picking the Lions? Uh, no, no, no. You, you, you still get to pick this game. Okay. It's it's just always a potential upset, is what we yeah. tab it as. Um, yeah, I don't think I'm as optimistic as you are about the Lions. <laughs> Fair enough, man. <laughs> I'll go Cardinals. Okay. And uh, I, we. Uh, we hate but to keep doing. Oh, go ahead. If a team was going to be like Cardinals are playing really good right now, but if a team was going to mess them up, I think the Lions would be a team to do it. So. Yeah. Okay. And we um, hate to we and we hate to keep doing this to the Jets, but our lock is going to be the Colts over the Jets. <laughs> I mean, but, that's just smart. Just. If, if, sorry, Jets. Just, it's for like fantasy football too. If you have like if you're streaming a defense, just pick whoever's playing the Jets because they're right. going to put up any points. They are awful. Right. So, yeah, those are our picks. Um, all right, let's uh, let's jump over to fantasy really quick. And uh, dynasty league. I had a rough week. I'll uh, I'll go I'll do my matchup first. I uh, got clobbered by Ben Huber's team. Um. My team put up 145 points. Man, yeah. The league, media, the league median was 194. So let's just just to give some. Cam, Cam Newton had a great game, 35. Elliott was awesome. Drake, man, I think he's gonna go off soon though. Schuster, 11, man. Robinson got seven. Thielen got six. Ertz got nine. Campbell got 0.7. Gurley got six. Bills got three. Yeah, just just single digits down the board. So I mean, yeah. I'm not going to win with that. And then, like like I said a little bit earlier, Huber had like 
let's look at this. Mahomes, Matt Ryan had a great game. Both went for high 20s. Cook, 17. Aaron Jones, 45. Hopkins, 21. Hill, 21. 13 for Cup. 19 for Carson. 11 for Woods. Like, yeah, he just throttled me. Right? I had no chance. So, I mean, he goes to – he's still undefeated. And uh, I get my first loss of the year, so. Yeah, that was tough. Uh, great. It's okay. I'm going to bounce back. Um, yeah, I had a, I played Lauren this week. I felt like I had a good start to the week. Felt like things were kind of going my way. Cream Hunt played well. AJ Green didn't do so well, but like, I felt like it was a good start. And then, (laughs) then we get to Sunday. I'm like, Josh Allen's killing it. Saquon Barkley went out. You know, Mixon's not having that great, it didn't have that great of a game. Like, I was feeling pretty good. But then... Lawrence QBs went off, both for over 30 points. Russ Wilson and Kyler Murray. Uh, DJ Moore. Stephon Diggs, you know, had that game. Uh, Lockett yeah. scored. Uh, Miles Sanders. Young Hoku had 17 points from the kicker position. Like, it's just, it's, it's really hard to beat that. But anyway, um, I felt like I still had a decent week. But I had some underperformance. Like, Will Fuller got zero. And... I'd, uh, I'd like to go on the record and say uh, I told you to play McLaurin, who got at 25 and was on the bench. Yeah, that's so. true. And Emmanuel Sanders did nothing, too, which I was a little worried about him, but I felt like, oh, Michael Thomas is out. This is perfect. Well, nope. I, I thought that was a good play, though. I yeah. played him in an, another league, and I was, didn't expect I should have played David Montgomery and McLaurin, you know? But anyway, that's how fantasy goes. Um, if we look at the other matchups... Man, Brady just almost beat Dallin by 100. <laughs> yeah. Here's the sad thing. So, like, Brady had a good week, but, I mean, he – McCaffrey's out. Adams is out. Julio is questionable. Sutton's out. He already, hit, man, he already has Michael Thomas out. <laughs> Michael Thomas out. Like, man, he has a great team, but none of them are healthy right now. But he's still managing to win, so good on him. Poor Dallin. Um yeah, and Dallin's down his, team uh, underperformers all the way down. His best player, Jonathan Taylor, 19 points. Everybody else is under that. 17 for Lamb. That looks pretty good. Chark is out. I mean, I mean, he Ouch. loaded up on the young guys this year, but I mean, he also doesn't have a lot going on. Yeah, he might he might have to plug Justin Herbert in there this week. I he definitely yeah. It's, because Wentz is getting, what, 14 points? Um, uh, who's the other one? Oh, Markin. Jordan. Yeah, Mark's team puts up 250. I don't know what the highest score has ever been in our league, but... I think Brady... That's got to be one of the highest. I think in our first year, Brady got, like, two... It might have been over that, but I mean, 250, that's, that's awesome. Like, uh, just a huge game. performer from Camara, almost 40 points. He loses Mostert, that sucks. Mike Evans had a big game, 23, 29. He got Calvin Ridley, dude. Calvin yeah, Ridley. and Darren Waller. Oh, and he Finn, had Waller. And Tyler nice. Boyd. Anyway. Ooh, he went with a double tight end play. Nice on his part. Nice. And, and just, um, yeah, Jordan... And like Robbie Anderson, 17, that's good. Higby had 28, that's good. And then just some underperformers. 
like Zach Moss didn't do much for him. Uh, Hollywood yeah. Brown didn't do much for him. But I mean, Jordan's team is relying on a lot of young guys, and so yeah, they are. it's bound to have some volatility. So, um, right. Yeah, let's uh, let's go to this week. Um, I have. Oh, um, I just got an update. Celtics force game six. Ooh. Oof, I don't know how I feel about that. I don't mind that series being extended. I hope the Lakers can finish it off tomorrow night. But I just I don't know if I want to lose now or in the finals. <laughs> don't get me wrong. I believe in the Celtics. And I just I think I think they're not playing great. I think you have to lose. You know what? It hurts to lose in the finals or in the Super Bowl, but I think I'd rather be there than not to be there. So okay, I'll, I'll that root for him. Yeah. But I just, uh, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. Celtics lose to the Lakers in the finals. That's a slap in the face because you lose in the finals, and it's a slap in the face because the Lakers get another championship. That yeah, they tie the Celtics them, for right? 17. Or they ties us, so it's like yeah, it ties. <laughs> I mean, I don't love either of those outcomes. So I guess what has to happen is Celtics get to the finals, beat the Lakers. I mean, that's the that's what we're aiming for here. Yeah, that's what would have to happen for. <laughs> You're like, yeah, shut up. For Bill Simmons to be happy. I hear you. Um, <laughs> anyway, I play Ben Huber this week. His team's been killing it. Good um, luck. I uh, He's one of the only guys that's not affected by injuries out of the top teams here. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's yeah, part of it too, right? It's going to be tough, but I feel like my team's been like doing okay. I feel like I... Devontae Parker played last night, had a had 11.9, so not great, but um, also could have been a lot worse. But anyway, we'll see how it goes. Ben's team's really good, so. Here's the thing. Most of his guys went off last week, so hopefully yeah. some of those guys come down. Some regression. Maybe have an off game, so there's a chance there. But, I mean, it might be slim, but there's a chance. Uh-huh. As long as, yeah, the thing is, he's probably out of all of the teams in the league, he's probably the healthiest. Uh huh. So that blows. Okay, no, hang on. So now I'm playing Lauren this week. Uh, she's projected to beat me by what two points so far. So I mean, it's gonna be close. Hopefully, I said that last week. That didn't work out. Um, <laughs> he's already had Mike. He already had Mike Gusecki go. Only got eight points. I like that because I think he was projected to get more. Um, but I mean, you played him last week, and Wilson and Murray are both playing crazy. Um, he's got his running backs are great. Henry Sanders, uh, Mixon, Chubb, like he's loaded. And Diggs is Diggs is on the trade block for him. But I mean, Diggs has been his best wide receiver, arguably one of his best players. So yeah. But I mean, I, I like what I have. A lot of the, my guys have good matchups this week, so I'm looking forward to it. I think this is the Kenyon Drake week where he goes off. Um, Robinson, I think, is going to have a great week against Atlanta. And I just don't think – I'm going to play Connor this week, I think. Cause, uh, I think you should. I, I didn't last week, and I regret it. So not that 20 points would have helped me beat Huber, but it would have been nice. Anyway, a better. other matchups, we've got the Picket Bowl. Yeah. Brady versus Jordan. Um, I don't know. I like Jordan's chances, especially with all the injuries that Brady has. So – yeah, it could make for an interesting week here. Brady's projected to win, but I mean, yeah, he's he's missing a lot of his key guys. Uh-huh. So Jordan's got a shot. 
Ooh, he's got Anthony Miller in his lineup. He's going with two tight ends. And yeah, Mike I Davis. saw that. Don't hold your breath for Mike Davis. <laughs> I don't know if I'll regret saying that. I might. I don't know. I ain't a believer. Fair enough. Um, last matchup, Dallin and Mark. I mean, Mark already Mark had is, a pretty good start to the week here. Oh, yeah, he did. Oof, Mark's projected to kill uh, him. James Robinson last Running night. back out of Jacksonville. Yeah, he had a good night. A good game. So, Gardner Minshew didn't do so hot, though. But no. Yeah, it looks like Dallin does have Herbert in there this week. So, um, Man, 30 points already. Yeah, he's already got a huge lead on him. Uh-oh, Dallin. Do we say he has a shot? Mm, we just won't comment on it's that. hard man yeah <laughs> anyway um yeah it's been a fun season so far though both well both both of our teams are probably i don't know if the steelers are exceeding expectations but they're kind of what i expected and the patriots are looking they a little look better, better than, than maybe they people thought they would yeah so I mean, I, I think I believed in Cam the whole time, but I mean, I oh, for sure. see him for throwing for 400 yards. And yeah, fair enough. Like that, so. fair enough. Um, you should uh, bring up the point you made in fantasy about our two teams, uh, about the, like, the points for, points against sort of thing. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I just was looking before we recorded, Ben and I were looking. So, Ben and I lead the league in points against. I lead by just by nine, 430 points against. And it's just it's just a ridiculous gap because, like, then the next closest after Ben is Jordan at 399. So like that's that's 22 points. Um, but like the guys at the top, like Brady and Ben, have the lowest points against. <laughs> um, I mean, I mean, me putting up 145 points against Ben Hebert doesn't make that any better. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> this is only, and I'm, but uh, yeah. And I'm like fourth in points for. Um, I don't have a, a great number, but it's just it's just funny how how you, how you can look at that and be like, sometimes it is luck of the draw, you know, in terms of schedule a lot. And so it's just I don't know, it's just kind of interesting. Uh, yeah, well, that's why it's just I feel interesting like to look at. A bounce yeah. back for us. Like I feel like we got right. we we can get back at this and we'll see how it goes. I, I'd love to win this year, but. I know everyone else feels differently, so. <laughs> yeah, we're all rooting against you, so. Thanks, uh, buddy. But yeah, anyway, I think that'll do it. We've been droning on for long enough, so we'll get this out before Sunday games this week. We were a little late recording, but we got it done, so. Um, anyway, hope you guys enjoy, and we'll talk to you next week. Adios.